and welcome to episode 49 of the Paul Norton podcast. Now, it's been a wee while since I've done this podcast. Reason is, I've just spent the last couple of weeks doing um, a series on breakups and grief, so you'll be able to get that very soon. Today's podcast is going to be a good podcast, and it's kind of more going to be some hard truths and more so dispelling a lot of bullshit that's I'm seeing online. It's shocking what is going on. And social media now, it's such a hard place that everyone is trying to be some they're not. Everyone is trying to do the funniest video. They're trying to have the videos with the top off. They're trying to have the pictures with the biggest arse, they're trying to have the pictures where they're showing off their smallest waists. And social media, it's become a little bit of a vicious cycle. Everyone's trying to get more engagement. Everyone is dissing each other. Everyone is trying to be better than anyone else. If you do something, another coach is completely spouting shit about it. Whether it's coaches saying that hit is bad, or this is bad, or doing a certain exercise is bad. The fitness industry has gone a different angle. And to be honest, I don't like what I'm seeing because as fitness professionals, it's our job to help people, not tell people that hit or burpees or some other shit is not good because that's not what it's all about. You know, the biggest thing that for me as a coach is that when we're helping people it's about helping them regardless of anything if someone wants to do hit or burpees wants to run wants to do pole dancing wants to do handstand walks if that makes them happy why not but when we have coaches online telling people that if you do hit you're a pleb or hit is shit Burpees is shit. You know, hit is no good. That is absolutely nonsense. I personally do CrossFit, which is hit, high intensity interval training, to an extent. And hit has an advantage. It's going to help you get fitter. CrossFit has an advantage. Running has an advantage. BJJ has an advantage. Everything we do has an advantage. But this whole thing of this is bad, this is shit, this is no good. How is that helping anyone? We've got so much nonsense online when it comes to, you know, food and training and calories. We've so many coaches spouting calories, calories, calories. But it's not just as simple as saying, eat less, walk more. If it was as simple as that, we wouldn't have an obesity pandemic. You know, Ireland is in one of the top 10 probably top five categories for obesity in all of Europe. That is a, a crazy, crazy stat. Absolutely mind-boggling. And when we see people, when I see people saying, it's just as easy as eat less food and move more, the mind baffles. Because again, if it was that simple, we'd all do it. I've lost 34, 33 kg now. And yeah, it was down to my energy balance. But by God, it wasn't as simple as eat less and walk more. 
I had a great coach, you know, I had to work on the mindset stuff, had to be disciplined, you know, motivation, all them stuff come into play, having support, having accountability. If it was simple as eat less food, walk more, Jesus, sure, it'd be a great world, but it's not like that. But again, so much coaches over, not over complicated, but they just don't want to put in the effort. And it's just, it baffles me that we're still in this era of the same nonsense. And it's got worse now because of social media, the way the algorithm is gone and people want funny videos. So what we're seeing is topless PTs. We're seeing people with arses out. We've seen people wearing tight leggings. We see people putting bum implants in. We're seeing just a whole lot of nonsense just to get the quick likes. But we've still known as doing the base education because unfortunately people are doing educational videos on nutrition or menstrual cycle they don't get any views because instagram or stuff don't show them which is quite sad and this whole shift now of who can do the funniest video who can do the most workouts and that's another thing is people like on social media showing you workouts what i do in a day or what i eat in a day there's no information in that. You know, there's no information in seeing the reel of a minute video of here's what I eat in a day, 2,500 calories. There's no education. But even if someone was maybe cooking the food from scratch, telling you what is in it, what, you know, nutrients, vitamins, but they don't. Too much hard work. Then we have the quick fix, you know, here's an arm workout today, which again, doesn't help anyone unless it's been explained properly. This is the workout. This is why it's good, not good, beneficial. But it's just a rat race of who can get the most likes, who can grow the most in TikTok and Instagram. But it's definitely a hard place for any professional PT trainer. And it doesn't help when you see people spouting shit, to be honest, for quick likes. You know, in their caption, why hit is shit? Or why burpees is shit? Or why you shouldn't do this? There's no right or wrong when we're looking at health and fitness. When we look at health and fitness as a whole, it's if your goal is weight loss, fat loss, that's going to come down to energy balance. We know this. You know, we have to consume more energy than we're outputting. You know, so in an essence, we eat less, we move more, expend more. But it's not just as simple as that. That's just the baseline calorie deficit. It goes into a lot more depth, you know, because... You can be on stick to calories, you can have great weight, you can do that for 12 weeks, starve yourself, you know, get great results. But what happens after that? Because the issue isn't the actual diet, the issue is what happens after the diet. Because we've all been there where we might have got results after 12 weeks or 16 weeks. But then what happens after that? We can't sustain their results. And I've been there before, I've done an eight week shred plan, I was on stupid low calories, lost, you know, couple of kg away. After eight weeks, put the weight back on three times as fast. What we have to understand is that the hard part isn't the diet, it's what happens after the diet. Because any coach, anyone can put you in low calories, you stick to it, you're gonna lose weight really fast. But then what happens afterwards? Because if you're dieting on them same amount of calories, eventually your body's going to adapt. It has to adapt because it can't keep on starving itself. 
Your body has the best defense system in the world. It's very smart. So when you've dieted for eight weeks or 12 or 16 weeks, at some stage your fat loss, weight loss is gonna slow down and your body adapts. So if your maintenance levels was 2000 calories, then it drops down to 16, 14, 1200, bang. But then what happens after that then? Your coach is finished, you've got great results, you know, thumbs up, you got your transformation picture, but then no one teaches you what happens afterwards. Like no one teaches you, you know, the refeed process to how to get your calories back up to a sustainable platform. But no, we're all fixed on the quick results, quick, quick, quick results. But again, I've seen this time and time again, results don't happen overnight. And no matter what anyone tells you online about getting shred plans in eight weeks, 12 weeks, you have to have a plan after the plan because having a plan to get the results is great, but you need a plan after the plan. And that's the massive gap I'm seeing is that so many people go on diets and then they'll do the diet, get great results, and then after the diet, they'll struggle. Because when we diet, the next time it gets harder. Your body adapts. Every time you diet, it gets a little bit harder because your body is smart. It knows I've been here before. I'm not gonna give you give you this fat as easy as last time. So every time you actually diet, the next time it gets harder and harder and harder. We've all we all know this. You've done an eight-week plan before or a 12-week plan before. You've got great results. Then the weights come back on fairly fast. You then go to diet again and it's a little bit harder. And then you get results, then the weight comes back on again. And you do it again and again. And by the fifth, sixth time, you're saying to yourself, Christ, this is really hard. Why can't I do it? You're doing the exact same stuff as before. You're all the rest, but you're not losing weight like it in the first time. Because your body adapts, it's it's smart, it has to, that's how it survives. So it's gonna slow down your weight loss, fat loss, and it's gonna gain the weight back on twice as quick because it needs that fat. The fat is there for a purpose. So when you're diet, you're basically starving yourself. But we have to understand that we need to do it in a sensible manner because just doing a quick fix diet plan isn't sustainable. It's not good for anyone. And then we have the other aspect of a lot of people and coaches won't help you understand what happens after the diet. And I've said this before, if someone comes on board with me, if they want an eight week, a 12 week or a six week tread plan, I'm not the coach for them because I don't believe in quick fixes. I've been on my weight last journey for three years now. I've had my coach for three years. Yes, it's a big investment. I've spent a lot of money on my coach. But put it this way, how much money have I spent pissing up against the, you know, pissing alcohol down the drain? Thousands. We've often went out there, Uber to the city, let's say it's $30. Uber back, $30, there's $60, right? Then you spend probably 100, 200 on a night out. That's 260. You go to McDonald's, spend $20. There's $280, easy. I would have done that like most weekends. We've all been there before, it all adds up. Whereas having a coach, let's say it was $100 a week or $150 a week, whatever it is, that's the best investment you ever make on yourself. But we can get to this point where, you know, we don't need a coach or we don't need this because we don't look at the long-term approach. There's no point going for quick fix results nowadays. It's, it's not sustainable. You want to get the results that last a lifetime. You want your kids to see you doing it properly, doing it the right way, not doing it in some quick fix manner. 
and it's hard because to get good help it's 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 hard like and going back to this point of exercise and this is bad for you and this is bad for you and there's just so much nonsense out there it's, it's mind-boggling like nothing is bad for you if your goal is weight loss fat loss it comes from you know energy balance but we have to look at the bigger picture the long-term approach and i keep on saying long-term because this quick fix mentality doesn't get anywhere it's the very same it's the very same as if you know let's say you're looking for a husband you know but then you keep having one night stands you keep having quickies you're not going to get the result whereas when you date someone you're going to date then you have a few more dates and a few more dates and you get to meet the family and all the rest you know you're taking your time you're taking it steady and eventually you're going to get married because you're, you're doing it for the long term you're doing it for a sustainable approach whereas if you're looking for a husband but then you're constantly doing having one night stands you're having quickies you're having flings you're having all this kind of stuff you're never going to get to the husband stage because you're just constantly doing quick fixes having a quick fling a quick this that and the other you know so your nutrition is the exact same your weight loss fat loss goals are the exact same don't look for a quickie or a quick fix if you look at your health and fitness your fat loss weight loss like you know your dating life if you are going on dates to meet a husband to have a family whatever it may be you look at the long-term approach you meet a nice guy you know you do the base have a few dates you hear you know you might have a kiss you might then go to movies move in all the rest the long-term approach but if you're looking for a husband and you're constantly having flings and quick fixes and bang 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 not giving one guy a chance to get the next day you're never going to find a husband so your nutrition and training is the exact same you treat it like that look at the long-term approach look at the what's going to be the outcome here if you want to lose 10 kg you want to drop a dress size you don't have to do that in a quick fix manner do it something that's sustainable something that you can get the results but also keep the results so just like that and again it's, it's a different way of putting the ball hopefully it makes a bit more sense and looking at again exercise is doesn't matter what exercise you do if you if you like doing hit you like doing burpees you like doing pole dance and handstands go for it there's nothing as good or bad just because some shite bag online you know the six pack the rip whatever it may be doesn't like doing burpees or hit doesn't mean he has to say you shouldn't do her burpees they're shit because as health and fitness professionals it's our job it's our duty to help people no matter what fitness is about your whole life health your whole life is there a negative of doing burpees no is there a negative of doing cardio no is there a negative of doing hit? no is there a negative of doing pole dancing no is there a negative of doing ballet classes no is there a benefit is there a ne- is there getting me tongue twisted there is there a negative of doing you know wheelbar races no there's no negative in it it's all beneficial in some shape or form now we have to understand if your goal is weight loss or fat loss you know that's going to come to your food but if you're looking to let's say you want to get stronger you want to improve your squats well then resistance training is going to be beneficial for that not burpees if you're 
goal is to maybe you know explosive movements to get fitter burpees could help with that because it's an explosive movement i personally have got pretty fit doing hit stuff doing crossfit doing burpees burpees are hard not everyone's cup of tea but they serve a purpose it's not everyone's purpose not everyone's cup of tea but it does serve a purpose so it doesn't matter what you're doing once you're happy doing it and once it's in line with your goals obviously if you want to let's say you want to build muscle tone up resistance training is going to be beneficial doing ballet classes probably won't benefit you but doing resistance training will so when you see numpties online telling you that this is bad and this is bad nothing is bad for you everything is beneficial in some shape or form it's just when these people arseholes preferably have their own opinion to try to get likes because that's all they're doing they're trying to spike engagement oh let's have a quick title and let's say why hit is shit or why burpees is shit and then they're just trying to get that you sucked in for the quick engagement but any good health and fitness professional coaches know that nothing is good or bad everything has a benefit in some shape or form so you know that a coach or somebody online isn't that good if they're being negative about certain things nothing is good or bad like there's no good or bad food there's no good or bad exercises yes there's incorrect ways of doing exercises there's incorrect way of probably having nutrition you know in terms of nutrition requirements in terms of nutrient foods vitamins and all the rest but there's no good or bad you know processed foods serve a purpose in some shape or form sweets serve a purpose you know carrots serve a purpose vegetables serve a purpose everything has a purpose so let's not label stuff as good or bad when somebody online does that you know he's not the coach for you because he doesn't have your best needs interest i personally have got clients who do hit crossfit they like running marathon swimming ballet pole dancing you know driving lots of different areas but there's no one plan fits all all their main goals is weight loss and fat loss which comes from their food and then everything else is for them to enjoy the lifestyle but ideally if we are looking for long-term sustainable results we want to make sure that we are building muscle because the more muscle we can build you know we're not going to get bulky but the more muscle we can build your body requires more energy so let's say if you are driving down the road you have a car when you fill a car the car's boot with cement it's going to weigh more so it's going to use more fuel because let's say it's heavier when you're on a weight loss and fat loss journey when you put on more muscle your body needs more energy to move now it's not because you're heavier yes you'll be a small bit heavier but when you've got more muscle like here you know when you got more muscles your body needs more energy because let's say this like my my arm is moving here and it's trying to move this muscle if this muscle was half the size i wouldn't need much energy to move it but because there's more muscle there my body requires more energy to move that muscle so i'm using more energy so the more muscle you have the more your body needs more fuel more calories so let's say if you went on you've lost 20 kg but you've built no muscle it's not the most efficient way of doing it you're better off to lose the weight but build muscle along the way because you could drop the weight and then build muscle so the more muscle you have the more your body will need more fuel 
anyone who works with me, my goal is to have them hopefully consuming 2,500, 3,000 calories when they leave my program. Because I want them to have enough muscle, you know, lean muscle, muscle mass, so their body needs more fuel to be able to maintain and go forward. Because the more muscle they have, means the more energy they have to use to basically stay alive. And that's the best way to be. So rather than them being, their maintenance level being 1,400 calories, their maintenance level is now 2,600 calories or 2,800 calories. It's just the longer approach. This is the plan after the first plan because you can diet, lose lots of weight, but then what happens then? Because you're not gonna lose 20 kg in 12 weeks and build enough muscle to get your BMR up to a big level because you packed on so much you know, muscle. And again, for women, you're not gonna get bulky because you haven't got the hormones, you haven't got that, that genetic you know, framework. For men, men will get bulky, but women won't get as bulky. They get toned, they get lean but they'll never get like super bulky like men. So don't worry about lifting weights. Lifting weights will not get you bulky. That's the biggest thing. Just do what works for you. What other things have I seen online with coaches? Um, There's probably just laziness really. There's a lot of just like lazy stuff out there. A lot of like lazy information, very genetic information. For me, I'm still passionate about female health. You know, female health to me is such an area that I feel there's a massive gap in it. Because no one is talking about the menstrual cycle. No one's talking about perimenopause or menopause. And at the moment for me, I'm doing a lot of work, research and studying on perimenopause and menopause. Because this is a huge, huge area. Like the amount of people who are going through this and will go through this and the resources out there, it's not good enough. Because every female at some stage in the life is going to go through perimenopause and menopause at some stage, whether it's now, whether it's five years, 10 years, 20 years, 40 years. But there's not enough information on this. There's not enough help around that area. You know, when you get to a certain age, your weight loss, fat loss will get harder. Your hormones are going to be out of sync. And there needs to be a lot more support and education around perimenopause and menopause, that tongue twister again, there needs to be a lot more information on perimenopause and menopause because at the moment there's only a handful of people who are actually you know, out there promoting this and helping women who are going through this. Weight loss and fat loss doesn't have to be hard, but as you get older, it can get a little bit harder. Your hormones are out of sync. And the biggest thing to understand is with menopause, it's actually a hormone deficiency. Because as you go through perimenopause, different hormones are doing different things. Generally, estrogen is, is spiking up and down, and your progesterone is dipping down and down and down. Now, progesterone always got a bad rap the last couple of years, but in most recent years, progesterone is your best friend. As that goes down, that wants to be up high. Then obviously, when you go through menopause, then what happens is that your hormones are basically you know, they're, they're very deficient. You still have hormones there, but you're more estrogen dominant than progesterone dominant. But going through perimenopause and menopause doesn't have to be as hard as it is. Once you have the right support from the get-go, but unfortunately there's not enough support out there. So for me, like in terms of what I'm seeing online, I'm not seeing any information on this from males, like male coaches, but also female health in general I'm not seeing enough education when it comes to 
weight loss and fat loss and the menstrual cycle and you know the pill and birth control and it's just it's an endless endless cycle the amount of people i speak to who you know are i had only speaking to a girl yesterday and she was 19 and hadn't a notion about her cycle she couldn't understand why in certain parts of the month she craved and she was just deflated i spoke with another girl who actually does crossfit and she's this girl does crossfit she's 20 in incredible shape but she couldn't understand why on this week that her energy was right down her strength was right down she felt niggles in her in, in her back in her legs she just felt deflated and i just got chatting to her and just asked her like what part of your cycle are you on and when we got talking a bit more and more she was actually on her luteal phase so her lute- your te- luteal phase is basically the two weeks before your period is due so when you're coming into your luteal phase this is when we need to understand our body is not going to be like it was two weeks ago your follicular phase is going where you're the strongest luteal phase let's say two weeks before your period is due this is when your body needs more rest so she was pushing herself with pb trying to do muscles doing all the best but her body wasn't in that position number one her body needed three four hundred calories more because her bmr rises she needed more glucose because her glucose levels had dropped and then her bone tendons actually become softer because when you come into that part of your cycle, your bone tendons tend to get a little bit softer. So she was trying to do PBs when her body wasn't at the strongest. She was trying to do PBs when she needed more calories, more energy, and when her glucose levels were at her lowest, she needed more glucose. And once I explained to her, she said, wow, this is the reason why I've been the way I am. Like when she looked back at the previous couple of months, she had written down different dips of the week so on her luteal phase every single month that's when she was at her weakest that's when she got injured the most and got the most niggles and then once i explained to her how to work around it's like ah so now going forward she'll use her luteal phase as a way to deload and most likely look at form and technique rather than trying to burst pbs but again she's only 20 like she's young but there's no education in her school no education from coaches no education online for this it absolutely blows my mind that this still happens like it's 2022 and women's health is still not being promoted enough why is this there needs to be a lot more done about this because we can't have people like young girls like this trying to do their best feeling deflated feeling that she's the reason why she can't get pbs getting injured because she wasn't educated on her cycle it's it's mind-boggling so i really for me that's why i've got such passion because i'm seeing such a hole in the market on social media online with this not being promoted enough so one thing i'd, I'd like to see is like coaches actually care more about the cycle because it's not just as simple as here's some calories here's a program go for later you have to understand your cycle plays a massive part. I've got clients who know their cycle like this, like like clockwork. They'll know that they're on the luteal phase. They know their body so well that they know automatically increase their food. Have a couple of bits of extra food, increase their glucose levels. They know on that week to deload. So on the program to have, rather than go for PBs, just look at maintain the weight as last week. Maybe drop the weight, look at form technique. A lot of my clients will send me pictures or videos 
of them doing the exercise so I can correct the form. But use this week, if you're listening to this and you don't understand your cycle, use this week to deload, to drop the weights, look at technique and form, go slow and steady. Don't push yourself because you're not gonna get PBs on this luteal phase of your cycle. So that's the biggest thing. But again, so much coaches don't cater for women's health and women's needs and women's cycle. It's, it's baffling, it's all about males, males, males. And that's not me bashing coaches that's just me seeing what i see online and it just blows my mind that it still happens now like it's still it's still there still prevalent but hopefully at some stage it will change but i don't know maybe it will maybe it won't but for me i can just keep on doing the best i can but a lot of stuff i talk about today is just like just the bullshit that i see online and it it needs to get better in some shape or form and I think it is it is getting better. There is some great coaches out there, but again, there is a lot of a lot of not very good coaches out there. As in coaches only only there for one reason and one reason only. They're not there because they want to help people. They're there because, you know, it suits them narrative, it suits them to do this and do that. And again, the amount of people that are coming to me that have lost their periods is it's shocking. And I'm not an expert in that area. But I'm seeing it come more and more common. People losing their period, fertility issues. And a lot of this comes down to people who have done crash diets, who have had coach before and they've been starved and they've lost their cycle. Because when you die hard, your body has to adapt and it's going to adjust energy requirements. So what happens is it's going to shut off the first things it can to save energy, aka your reproductive system, which is not ideal because, again, you don't know this. You know, if you've hired a coach, you you would imagine he's your best interest at heart, but most of them, you know, they don't because they don't know themselves. For me, like I've spent a lot of hours, like a lot of time, a lot of money investing in my education and learning more and more. As I said before, I'm doing studying perimenopause and menopause studying the immune system so there's so much more that i want to learn and absorb and help other people because if i can help someone in some shape or form it's all i'm after because health and fitness is not about calories in calories out it's not about all oh, who can look the lean it's about improving your whole life as, a, as one unit and unfortunately we're not seeing that because i done an email yesterday and you know as i said in the email or two days ago it was like that when you go on social media now and when you go on social media now and you see certain things you instantly associate i do you instantly you instantly um associate health and fitness with you know a six-pack or ripped or whatever because that's what we see online which is absolutely shocking because when i go online now and see what i see online all i'm seeing is people with the six packs or the ripped tops or they're shredded or whatever it may be and it's not really a good place to be because that's not how it should be fitness not about who can be lean it has the biggest arms has the biggest bum the smallest weights it's about being good feeling good in your own skin it's about being able to have your top off and feel absolutely amazing it's about like doing the basics doing the small things and then going from there that that is the biggest thing so 
The biggest thing is do what's good for you. In pure health and fitness, that's going to work for you and not what your coach says or what's going to do for him or easy for him. You know, if you are looking to lose weight, lose fat, whatever it may be, it has to work in your term. We don't have to be super lean to get great results. Yes, you know, losing 5, 10, 15, 20 kg is going to make a massive difference. Feeling toned, feeling defined is going to be amazing. But understand the difference between being toned and being lean because there's a massive difference in it. Like if your goal, if you think that health and fitness is about being lean or being jacked or being ripped or having, you know, a six pack or big bulging shoulders, it's not. You know, if your goal is to lose 5, 10, 15, or 20 kg, drop two dress sizes, you know, build some muscle, get that toned look, get defined. That's different than being six-packed lean. You know, losing weight and building some muscle, feeling toned, feeling your skin getting firmer is an amazing goal. And it's an amazing feeling. But don't get that caught up with looking like a certain image online. Because so much stuff online is photoshopped. There's different lighting here and there. There's I've seen people having their you know abs spread tanned, you know, spray tanned to make them look bigger. I've had people like change, see people change lighting so it look leaner, defineder. So much stuff you see online is nonsense. And the guys that are ripped and jacked, that's amazing and good on them. But to get to that physique, to get to that position, that's a lot of work. That takes years and years. And it can be easy to get deflated. You'll do a program and you'll be looking online and you say, Jesus, this girl can get me these results in eight weeks time. I've been with this guy for six months and I don't look like that. But that's just marketing. That's just marketing. If you look at any of my transformations online, they're quite real. There's no bullshit. There's no fancy lighting, no fancy borders. They're just real, raw transformations. That's the biggest thing. Don't believe what we see online. When we see these magical pictures of these tanned, these six pack, these oily looking people. Yeah, it's great to look at, but that's not you. And it's not what we should be aiming for. Because realistically, for them to get like that, to look like that, took a long time, it took a lot of work, but also a lot of that is Photoshop. It's bullshit. You know, this fake tan, spray tan, oils. It's not real. It's done for the marketing. It's done for the pictures. It's done to look good. But it's not realistic for you to try set yourself in a pedestal that they're the results you want to get because that's not you. Look at results going to make you happy. For me, it was losing 34 kg. For me, it was being able to feel, you know, good in a large shirt. Not feel that I want to be able to feel that I'm strong, that you know I'm fit. I don't want a six pack. I don't want to have you know big bulky veiny arms. I just want to feel strong. I want to look in good enough shape for me, and I want to feel good in my own clothes. I want to be able to wear a top and not have a baggy. I want to be able to wear a top and not feel like I'm I'm skinny or too small. I want to be a good size for me. I want to be stronger. I want to be faster. I want to be fitter. That to me is my goal. That doesn't mean I want to look like, you know, have a six pack or have shredded arms because I don't. If I was to aim for a six pack, aim for a big shredded body, I would be deflated. I'd be miserable. 
and because I'll be, I'll be trying to aim for something that's not realistic. Whereas for me, lose some weight, get stronger, gain a little bit of size, and just feel good in my shirts again. Yeah, I've got a little bit of a soft belly, you know, but that's fine. I'm happy with a soft belly if I feel confident because at the moment I feel good. My goal is to gain another couple of kg and then maybe drop down a bit of body fat. But apart from that, my life is happy. You know, having a bit of a soft belly is fine. It's good for me. Keeps me warm at nighttime. And that to me is, is my health and fitness. Not what I see online. You know, if my coach is ripped and shredded, that's good for him. But I'm not aiming for that. I'm aiming to be consistent, to be accountable, to get stronger and do what I love doing. For me, I love doing CrossFit. No matter what coach you say online about hit is shit, CrossFit shit, burpees is shit, I love it. It keeps me accountable. I can I can measure my burpees. If I can do 10 burpees in a minute or whatever, let's say 10 burpees in five minutes, it means that my goal in a month's time is to do 20 burpees in five minutes. That to me is fitness because I'm able to measure progress. I'm able to set some standards and aim from. Not saying that burpees is no good or hits no good. Everything is good. Everything has a purpose. Everything has a purpose going forward. Just like you, you've got a purpose. So don't get caught up with what we see online because most stuff online is nonsense. It's just people waffling on trying to get engagement. And I'm probably guilty out of some stage as well, but I, I pride myself on being real, being honest, being doing the best I can. I don't have the flashiest posts. I make some spelling mistakes. I probably talk too much. No, I do emails every day, but I make a lot of spelling mistakes. When I do my videos, I probably talk too fast. I probably mumble a bit. I'm not perfect, but I'm not striving to be perfect because perfect is not the way to be. Imperfection is where it's at. My imperfections is me. You know, me that talks too fast, me that makes some spelling mistakes, me that puts up a picture on social media of me eating ice cream. It's not the usual thing. I don't have any selfies with my big, you know, top off much with a six pack or, you know, doing my bicep curls. I'm not in the gym doing videos, trying to make myself look super lean. I'm just me. And although it's not perfect, some people don't like it, that's fine. You can look at other social media pages and you know, the people are perfect people. They've got the six packs and the ripped arms and the big shoulders and they just, they just look like they're made from heaven. But that's not me. That's not how I wanna be. I wanna be the guy who's imper imperfection, imperfect, imperfect. The guy who makes some spelling mistakes, the guy who you know, makes a bit of a fuck up when he's doing his videos or the guy who makes, sometimes makes no sense. That's me. But I know who I am, I know what my purpose is, and I'm not striving to be someone I'm not. So when we're looking at any of our goals, whether it be weight loss, fat loss, whether it be fitness, running, don't try to be someone that you're not. That's the biggest thing. Don't be try to be someone that you see online. If you have a coach because you want to be like that coach, that's not you. You have to be you. Like for me, if I was to be like my coach, I'd be miserable. I would hate it. No, no disrespect to him, but I don't want to be lean or jacked or ripped because that's just not me. It's not who I am. I want to be in good shape. I want to be able to feel comfortable on the beach with my top off. And that's all I'm looking for. 
just doing the stuff like that, doing the basics. Hope you enjoy this podcast. As always, if it has been good, please share it, like it. And yeah, it was a good podcast, 40 minutes, this one. So that was an amazing podcast. I'd love to know what you thought of it. So as always, share, like, send me a DM, and let me know what you think. Adios.